Okay. So I'm in one of those places where it's like a culmination of so many things. So before I forget, the first thing that I wanted to mention was I believe that there's something special about dreams, you know? Like when we can have these dreams that are just so helpful, right? And I have yet to understand if dream if there are any dreams that are not helpful, right? Because in some ways they're just like this this beautiful gift that we're given where we have a time and space in our everyday where we can literally do all of these three things that are just so important, right? Like like if we're talking in the attachment world, right? Then then it's like in our dream time, we get to rest. We also get to play. And we also get to grow, right? Because there's, it's almost like, it really is, like a dream is like an opportunity to have a simulation, right? Have an opportunity to kind of role play different scenarios and, and get to bring up any situation that we would just hope and desire for, right? But then also, it's a time for us to take risks and to, you know, have these opportunities where things go wrong and and we're we're found in these situations that we would never want to be in in real life, right? And but the thing about a dream is like in some ways we get to choose what scenario we're in. We get to choose when we wake up in some ways. You know, I've definitely been in different dreams where it's like there's certain things happening that I'm like, "Nope, I'm out." <laughs> Simulation over, right? Like I'm ready to wake up so I can start a new dream, right? <laughs> And then there's been other dreams that I've had that have been so glorious where I'm just like basking in this light and growth and love and language and and everything about this world that I'm in that I'm like, I'm not waking up. I'm, I can feel that it's about time for me to wake up, but I'm not going to, right? Like I'm going to keep my eyes closed for as long as I possibly can because this dream is just absolutely too sweet to to separate from, Right? And I have one of those in-between, not like terrible dreams, not like fantastic over-the-top dreams, but I just had one of those normal, wonderful kind of dreams, right? Where it was like, hey, I'm like, we're, I somehow found myself in this like plastic boat thing with like some rudders and stuff with my kids. It looks like a toy boat, like something that you would see in a bathtub, but for some reason it was giant size. So it was big enough to hold me and three of my kids, right? So I had one of my, you know, almost 10-year-old kid just, like, outside in the water, and we were splashing kind of in this, like, place that kind of looked like, you know, South Asia kind of space. We're just hanging out in this, like, dock kind of area with water. And and there we were. We were just splashing, and then the two other kids had their life jackets, and they were trying to get on, and it was this this back-and-forth like water banter kind of feel and I was like oh I remember having so much fun like this with one of my friends in the water you know this was this pool that she would go to like I don't know every other week maybe every week right so she was super familiar with it would play in it all the time and there was always the best floaties right like just the best right the big long things and the big everythings and and it was just one of those things that we were just so we were so delighted playing in the water together. And it was probably the first time that I ever really enjoyed playing in the water. One, maybe because I was strong enough to like hold myself up in the water at some points. 
you know? And it was just the first time that, like, I just didn't have to fear about, oh, I'm going to drown instantly, right? But it was, like, my first time just enjoying my water experience. And so here I was in the stream with my kids and just feeling, like, this overwhelm of, like, this is what it feels like to play in the water with my kids, right? Because, I don't know, like, when I was in the preparation phase of, like, oh, yeah, I want to be a mom. I want to be, like, a wife and, you know, all this kind of stuff. It it became this thing where I was like, oh, yeah, like, I can totally do this. Like, I totally love to read to kids, and I totally love to play with kids, right? And so here I was being like, yeah, I can do this. I can totally do the mom playing with the kids and reading to the kids thing. That's totally what I can do. And then, for some reason, over time, it's kind of defaulted into this other thing where it's like, like, I rarely sit down to read. And then I rarely sit down to actually play, you know, because it takes a certain level of peace and trust and relaxed, like rest and digest kind of mode to be able to be like, oh, yeah, I'm like ready to play. Right. Or like, oh, yeah, like I am ready to to like just like open a book and enjoy it kind of thing. And so here I am kind of like in this beautiful dream, living the life that I'm like hoping and praying for as I unfold this 2023 year, because I was able to go through this wonderful workshop that my friend, uh, friendle, <laughs> my friend Crystal, she's this awesome person that we're cleaning up after yesterday. We didn't do that when we came home. So, so my friendle, right? She was just talking about this thing in her workshop recently about like simplify 2023 just this whole idea of like you know what are the things that we think are our shoulds you know this was one of my favorite parts it's like what are our things we think are our shoulds and then what what are we you know laying it out on the table as she says and then what are we willing to leave on the table you know, as we let go of 2022, and what are we, what are we literally going to pick up and pack in our suitcase, basically, right, that's my mentality of it, she has it as a closet, my idea is like, no, this is a suitcase deal, like, I love living out of my suitcase as often as possible, because that's when I feel the most carefree, to be able to just pick up and do the things that I actually want to do, right, like, I don't want to be a person that's chained down to certain routines, that that don't actually serve me, right? And I, I find that that's an automatic whenever I'm not living in a suitcase, right? It becomes this thing where everything else is more important than like me just having the essentials that I need in my suitcase and just going with that and living a life that is just so focused on like whether it's like ministering or whether it's just studying or whether it's just playing or whether it's being curious and present with the people that I'm with, right? Because, like, when I do the living in my suitcase kind of life where where I just pick up what, what I actually need for that day, that week, that kind of thing, I'm able to focus so much more, right? Like, maybe other people are able to function with this higher, this, like, other level of functionality without a suitcase. Like, they actually function better living not out of a suitcase, Right? But for me, because of where I'm at, I live better when I'm living out of a suitcase. When it's just like, I pack what I, I know I'm going to need that week. Because it's in part, it's not so much about the suitcase. It's actually about me planning my life intentionally 
so that when I pack my suitcase, I know I'm packing it for, you know, 10 to 14 days. And so in that 10 to 14 day period, I know exactly what I'm doing every day. And so because I know, I know exactly what I'm packing and I know, I know my game plan two weeks at a time kind of thing, right? Which is more than I usually let myself do in my regular life because there's just the vastness of everything, right? So here I was in this workshop just like laying it all out on the table, all the shoulds of society, all the shoulds of my personal idea and opinion of what my shoulds should be kind of thing, laying it out on the table. And there I was just assessing, right? I'm still in that assessment kind of space of being like, yeah, like all of these things are legit shoulds, right? Like, like maybe shoulds, maybe some of them are more shoulds that are just kind of vague, like the they should of like, oh, they said that I should do this like this, right? They, and then this vast, you know, she talks a lot about the they, right? Just getting caught up in who is they and why do we think that we should be living our lives according to whatever they think kind of thing. And so that's been really nice to be like, yeah, this, this makes total sense. So then if this makes total sense, if, I'm, if I know that I have this table I can just leave it on, what would it feel like if I actually just left it all on the table? And that's kind of the process I went through about nine months ago. You know, I, I kind of went through this, like, not really a midlife crisis, but just like a mid-year kind of crisis, where I just kind of got into the space of, like, so I'm noticing that I really need to assess my situation and my life and, and what I'm doing and all of this kind of thing. And so then I did, and for a while there, I just kind of, I did. I left everything on the table. I was like, I'm not doing book clubs. I'm not doing, I'm like rarely doing any play dates at all. I'm like not doing, like, I, I probably didn't even do library. I didn't do my phone. I didn't do, I was just not doing anything, right? Like, like nine months ago, I just kind of set up myself to be like, I'm okay to live a life where everything's on the table, right? And, and I needed to soak in that for a little while, right? Just to give myself some space to breathe and really figure out what do I actually want to pick up, right? Because I was in a place in my life where I was starting to realize, like, if I don't choose intentionally what I'm going to pick up or what I'm going to keep on the table, I'm just going to get back in the same situation where I'm just not living the life that I've actually sought out to do in the first place, right? And the second place, and the third place, right? So here I was trying to figure out the whole table and pick up things in my own little world without even having done this workshop yet, right? And then what did I pick up then, right? Thankfully, I was able to actually have some kind of framework to work with for myself that just kind of helped me just figure out what was going to be worth it for me to pick up from my table. And that kind of encompassed four areas, right? Because, because of my faith, I have four areas of my life that I really truly believe are very significant that that are, are aligned as well. Because that was the other thing. That was the other thing that I learned from this workshop. It's like, one is put everything on the table. Two is kind of think about it. What are you going to pick up? And three, whatever I pick up, you know, as, as part of the questioning period of whether I'm going to pick up something, see if that thing is really aligned with what, what feels like is most relevant and appropriate and, like, <coughs> 
what is aligned for this time in my life, right? Like, that's the way I interpreted this, this verbiage of aligned. Because in the past, I've seen aligned as like, oh, being aligned means that you're, you're in alignment with all the laws of the universe, right? In, in the way that all the stars are aligning at the exact point for certain things to happen, right? So that, but then also making sure that I'm in the right position. If I'm a star, making sure I'm checking in and be like, oh, I'm on this um, trajectory right now. Like, am I, am I doing anything that's, that's, that's um, deterring me from aligning up to be in the right time at the right place so that I can be the star that I need to be and to shine at the right time for the right people and all of this kind of thing. You know, you know what I mean? Like if my purpose is to be a star, like where, where is my trajectory at? How am I doing in arriving at the places that I need to be arriving at, at the right times, right? And so that's a little bit of what I still kind of believe, right? It's like, okay, so if I, I feel like I should pick up these things, like, because I actually want them, right? Now let's think about how, how they rank in the alignment phase of questioning period, right? And so then it's like, okay, so then let's think about that. So then for me, I chose those four categories, right? I was like, because I in, intuitively, I already knew if I could choose those four, I already know that they're aligned, right? Because that is what I'm supposed to be focusing on, right? In a way that I, I back up and I stand for, right? So like first is like physical, you know, where are my physicals at? physical goals at, where are my spiritual goals at, where are my intellectual, where's my social, those kinds of things. So originally, it used to be that it would just be vague, it would be open, and I'd be like, yeah, I'm working on all of them at the same time, but I don't really know which ones specifically, right? So I would just kind of flow. Other times, I'd be like, okay, let's choose like three things in each category, right, that, that are important to me, so I can at least know what is important to me. Um, so that was me kind of processing my first opportunity of, okay, here's everything on the table, but these are some things that I'm going to pick up. But then after playing with it for like a week or two or a month, I realized like 12 things to pack in my suitcase is still a lot of things, right? It's still a lot. And so I was realizing, I was like, you know, this isn't going to be sustainable either. I can't, you know, I can't say, oh, I'm going to do physical and try to do one thing from that, but, but realize that when I do that one thing, I'm going to lose out on those two other things and then feel bad about it, right? So then that was really neat for me to be like, you know what, let's not even do that, right? Like if I'm gonna pack a suitcase, I'm gonna do this, right? If I'm gonna focus on something for like one to two weeks in my suitcase, it's really like, I, and then I skimmed it down. I was like, it's gotta be like four things max, right? I could choose like one thing physical, right? One thing intellectual, one thing spiritual, one thing social, right? So then I was like, okay, I can do that. I can do that. So then, so then I went about my way, right? You know, for physical, instead of like yoga, sleep, and nutrition, I was just like, let's just do sleep. <laughs> let's clock in as many hours of sleep as I possibly could, which is quite a thing for me because that's not really my jam usually. I'm not like a great napper, not like a great like let's, let's sleep in kind of person. I'm more so the kind of person that's just like, let's, let's just let sleeping be for dead people kind of thing, right? So that was really helpful for me to go into that space of like, yeah, sleep is going to be it. 
then when I did it before, it was like, oh, let's do, what was it? So I had physical, and I'm going to go into the next one talking about spiritual, intellectual, social.